Hello, and welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, aka Nomad Neeks, and this podcast is the place to be if you are looking to start creating a lifestyle that you love. From business, entrepreneurship, travel, starting and sustaining a digital nomad lifestyle, and of course, making money online and investing, we talk about all of it here. So let's dive into it. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. So this is our Monday episode, and Monday means that it is a solo episode with me, Nicole, aka Nomad Neeks, and I like to keep these episodes pretty short, snappy, and to the point of what I want to talk about. And today, I have gotten so many questions, well, not just today, but today what I'm going to talk about is something that I've gotten so many questions on, which is the blue dollar. I have been living in Argentina as a full-time digital nomad for two months now, just about two months, and we'll be here for about two and a half, three months by the time that we leave because our visa is only good in Argentina for three months. So after three months, we will leave, which is what we typically do. We'll stay for a maximum of three months, sometimes a little bit less. And no different here in Argentina, but there is a big difference when it comes to the currency and what that looks like here in Argentina versus basically every other country that we have ever traveled to. So I have gotten so many questions about what the heck is a blue dollar. I have made content about it on my YouTube, on my Instagram, but I'm also going to take a deep dive in this episode on what the heck is the blue dollar and what does that look like if you are traveling as a digital nomad to Argentina. Before I start, I do want to preface that I am by no means an expert on the blue dollar, on the Argentinian economy. This is, I don't even speak the language here. I don't speak Spanish. This is not something that I'm an expert on. So this is going to be from my perspective as a nomad traveling and as a foreigner traveling and what that looks like. I have had some conversations in English with some of the locals. And so they gave me a little bit more of a perspective on the blue dollar and what that looks like and why it happened, which is very interesting, but I'm going to keep it pretty base level. And if you are a nomad, a traveler, and you're looking to come to Argentina at some point in the future, this is going to be the episode for you. All right, so let's dive into it. First, what is the blue dollar? So it's funny because before we arrived, we were in Paraguay before this, and I had no idea what the blue dollar was and neither did my partner, but he was telling me that it was another currency that the people created. And I was just like, that makes no sense because people cannot create a currency. It needs to be, you know, government mandated. And it's not just as easy as the people are going to come together and create a currency. So that confused me even more because I was like, so they have two currencies in Argentina? Like, how does that make sense? So we get here only to realize that, yes, that made no sense. And the blue dollar is actually not a currency in itself, which I think is the biggest misconception that the blue dollar is another currency or it's like a special secret currency or something like that that they use. But essentially what the blue dollar is, is the rate. It's a currency rate. So it's really all hypothetical. It's nothing physical that you can touch and feel. It is the rate, just like any other exchange rate on the market. 
it is a currency rate. It's an unofficial rate, but it is the currency rate. So because there is so much inflation in Argentina, and unfortunately the economy is not going very well, as of recording right now in the summer of 2023, they just voted in a new president. So that did a lot worse for the economy, better for the blue dollar, but worse for the economy. So that's why the blue dollar went up, which I will explain in a few minutes. But essentially the blue dollar is the currency rate. So I'm going to give you an example. Now, when you come into Argentina, I highly recommend bringing as much US dollars as you can. Physical bills, $100. And I have not heard this anywhere else. And there's no way I would have known this prior to coming here. But you want $100 bills. Really, the fives, the tens, the twenties, the fifties, you are actually going to be getting a worse rate in the unofficial exchange houses because you don't want to go to the official ones. The official ones will give you the official exchange rate, not the blue dollar rate. You want to go to the unofficial exchange houses. And if you have anything less than a $100 bill, I guess a $100 bill is the highest. So if you have any other American bill, they are going to give you a worse conversion rate. And I've experienced this in, I think we've been in four or five different exchange houses here. We usually try to find one that we like and keep going back to them because it can be a little bit sketchy. So I recommend if you can only bring hundreds, try to estimate if you're going to be here for three months and it, let's say maybe, you know, we booked our accommodation on Airbnb. So for us, we're not paying our housing in the blue dollar, but everything else we're paying here in Argentina, we're using the blue dollar. I'm trying to use my credit card as little as possible. And I will touch on credit card and how that works with the blue dollar as well. But you want to really keep what you are going to bring into the country. And so remember, okay, let's say as an example, if you are going to be spending $1,000 a month without housing, let's say that's pretty normal for you. And you're going to be here for three months, try to bring $3,000. Really just try. You actually might need a little bit less just because of the blue, the blue rate, which I will go into in a second. But try to bring as much US dollars as you think you're going to spend because you want the blue dollar rate. And the only way to get that is if you have US dollars in cash in your hands. And it's pretty difficult to actually get US dollars once you come into the country. You can Western Union it to yourself, but no ATMs here will withdraw in US dollars. They just don't have enough US dollars in the country. So you do want to try to bring as much as you can. I had an issue because when we were in Paraguay, I wasn't in my home country. And so I was trying to withdraw the money. And since it was, you know, a wise card or a credit card, it would only let me take out so much money per day. And we had, we were leaving for Argentina the next day. So give yourself maybe a week before you leave for Argentina for your holiday here to start withdrawing that money because you might hit bank limits and you probably won't be able to take out $3,000 unless you actually go to the physical bank uh, <laughs> before your time in Argentina. So that was a mistake that we learned the hard way. So I think I ended up taking about a thousand US dollars was as much as I could get off of all of my cards in total. And we've been here for two and a half months. Sorry, we've been here for almost two months, um, probably just over a month and a half. And I still have probably just under half of that thousand dollars that I have not yet converted into in um, US dollar bills. 
So that is important to note because you really want to try to bring as much as you can and think ahead. Don't be like me. Try to plan it out a little bit more than I did so that you don't hit those bank limits. So once you get into Argentina and all right, so let me just mention, so we had a problem because we wanted to Uber from the airport when we first arrived to our hotel and Uber for some reason would not take my, I have two credit cards, wouldn't take either of those, wouldn't take my partner's. So I would just assume that your credit card likely won't work. So you want to have some small US dollar bills, maybe some $5 bills so that you can potentially pay a taxi driver in fives. And it might be five or $10, depending on how far your hotel is from the airport. Um, So you want to make sure that you'll have that if there is no metro or you don't know the bus system or you don't have a bus card or something like that just so you're not stuck at the airport because that was something we were not expecting every other country we're just able to input our credit card and call a taxi from the airport not the case we flew into buenos aires so not the case and we were like oh shit we actually ended up thinking that we could just give the bus driver cash and the buses don't take cash. So you need to get a card. There was nowhere there to get a card, which is just so silly, but that was the case. And so we ended up thankfully getting on the bus for free because the bus driver was very nice and we had all of these bags, but that may not work for you. So highly recommend to just have some US dollars so that you can give to a taxi driver. They will be very happy for the US dollars as well. Everyone here wants US dollars because their currency is so unstable that essentially it's really sad but their salary let's say they make 20,000 pesos as an example Argentinian pesos and so you know once they receive that salary at the end of the month in a week in two weeks in a month in two months it's going to be worth a lot less because of the inflation so if they can have a stable currency in US dollars is really what they want they're very very grateful for that so the blue dollar rate. Let's chat about that. Now that you have my advice and warnings of what not to do when you first arrive into Argentina. So the blue dollar rate is always changing and it's usually going up in the the favor of foreigners, expats, nomads who come here. So it's great for us because we essentially can double or triple our money, which is amazing. Very bad for the locals because they're Argentinian peso money is continuing to devalue. However, when you go to any unofficial exchange house, so don't go to the bank, don't go to Western Union. There are so many unofficial exchange houses, especially in Buenos Aires. I don't know the name of it, but in the center, there is a main walking street. If you go or if you have been, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. And you cannot walk 10 meters. And I am not joking. You cannot walk 10 meters without having somebody go, cambio, 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 (laughs) dollars, cambio. So it is everywhere. They will take you to, it might look a little bit sketchy because yes, it is unofficial to an exchange house. They're on the street, you know, trying to get tourists, but then they will take you into a mall or a plaza somewhere and bring you into the exchange house. If you speak Spanish, this will be much better and they will potentially give you a better rate. So I think that's, you know, with anything in Latin America, but they will bring you into the unofficial exchange house. There's usually a small window, a little booth, and they will tell you what the rate is. 
So as an example, when we first arrived almost two months ago, I brought $100, $100 US bill, and I believe I got 5,000 pesos, which is pretty wild because the conversion, I'm just going to convert that super quickly to make sure that that math is right because this was a while ago. $1 currently is 350 pesos, but this changes every, every day. So I believe when we first arrived, it was officially around 250 or 270. And we got for one US dollar, we got almost double that. So we got close to 600 Argentinian pesos for every $1. So then you have $100. So it's wild when you convert, they may potentially give you a better rate Some of them won't, which is pretty normal if you convert two or $300, so more than just 100 at a time. We've converted 200, 250 at most, and they haven't given us a better rate. But if you convert 1,000, let's say, then they might give you a better rate. But I actually wouldn't do that, and I'll tell you in a second why. But you can see from that conversion how crazy the exchange rate is. And it's unfortunate, but I don't have, I didn't calculate what the actual numbers were a month and a half ago. And so... I can't tell you what those numbers were because it has changed so much. And especially with the, even just last week, there was a new president elected here. And so that changed things a lot as well. About a week ago, we converted 100 US dollars and got, I believe it was the Argentinian peso equivalent of like $230. So imagine giving someone $100 and getting $230 back. That is exactly what happens here in Argentina, which is so crazy to me. And it is very beneficial if you are a foreigner, if you are bringing in US dollars. But again, it is very sad if you are a local because your money is constantly deflating. And it's very interesting because my partner has talked in Spanish to quite a few people, just random people on the street. And most of them don't actually know what the blue dollar is because they can't really use that to their advantage. So a lot of them don't know, especially the younger generation is mostly who he spoke to, don't know what the blue dollar even is. And so they don't realize how it is so detrimental to their currency, which is really unfortunate. It was really similar when we lived in Turkey about a year and a half ago, but I actually think that, you know, Turkey and Argentina, I think are the worst countries for inflation right now. But I actually think Argentina is probably a little bit worse than Turkey was. The US, the blue dollar, not the US, the blue dollar rate changes every day. And so it's important that you, when you arrive, if you brought $1,000, do not change all of that $1,000. Do not, because changing it now, the rate is going to look different than tomorrow and it's going to be better tomorrow. It's going to be much better in a week. It's going to be much better in a month. So really wait until you actually need to change your money to change it because the money, the dollar, the inflation, it's just wild. It is always changing. Even before we arrived, we had people telling us, do not change all of your money at once. And we didn't realize that the exchange rate fluctuated on almost an hourly basis. It's crazy but it really, really does. So don't change your money until you need to. 
So another important point in this is using your credit card. Now, I had been told before arriving that if you used your credit card, you would be charged insane fees. I had somebody in Paraguay telling me that she used her credit card for a $10 item in Argentina and got charged $20 for it on her credit card. Crazy. And I do believe, and I'm not 100% sure, but I do believe that that is the case for Argentinians. I've spoken to some Argentinians here and because of the credit card fees and because the currency is always changing here, it is a lot more expensive to use your credit card. You will be charged a lot more if you have an Argentinian credit card, which I did not know until we spoke to our tour guide in Buenos Aires. And she was explaining to us about it's called the map rate and so the map rate is essentially the foreigner currency conversion rate for credit cards so we still do get not as good as the blue dollar rate but we will still get as a foreigner i mean we as a foreigner if you have a foreign credit card and you're not argentinian you don't use their banking system you will still get a better rate than the normal currency conversion that you would get at the bank at Western Union. You will still get a better rate than that if you use your credit card, but it won't be as good as the blue dollar rate. So that's what the map rate is. And it's specifically for foreigners with a foreign credit card. So I have used my credit card for a few things here, mostly for food delivery. The food delivery app is called Pedidos Ya. And so if you are coming, Highly recommend Pedidos Ya or Rappi is the other one. I've had some major issues in the past though with refunds for Rappi. So I've never had an issue with Pedidos Ya. So I actually trust them a lot more. Um, but I think Pedidos Ya is more popular here. So anyway, that's about the food delivery because that's important for me. But the food delivery is really the only thing I have used the credit card with. And what it does for me, at least, is it will charge my card the full amount and then it will refund me a certain amount. And it looks like it's around 30%. It will refund me. So it's not bad. I mean, I'll take a 30% refund on every single food order I do. It's not as great as the blue dollar because the blue dollar is basically you're paying 50% of what the price is. I think now you're even paying less than 50% of what the price is, which is crazy. Pedidos Ya will give you a discount and I have firsthand experienced that. So you will get a small discount when you do use your credit card. If again, if it is a foreign credit card, that is important to note. So that's kind of everything I wanted to touch really, really brief, briefly on the blue dollar. There is so much more you can go into here. You can go into the economics behind it and the systems and like there is a lot to it. Of course, a lot of politics involved in it, but that's not the route I want to take this episode today. I really just want to give you an overview of what the heck the blue dollar is, how you can benefit from it, and unfortunately, how difficult it is for the local people to live when their salary one month to the next is the same amount of pesos, but is worth so much less. It's so unfortunate to see in there. Definitely are quite a few homeless on the street. And some of the homeless people that you see here, you can tell that they are, they, they had a home and they have dogs with them and they have their things with them and they probably just couldn't afford to pay rent anymore. So 
it is really sad. It is really unfortunate. We try to help and give back in any way that we can when we can because it's it's tough to see. So I hope that this episode gave you a little bit more clarity around what the heck the blue dollar is. If you have any questions still, feel free to message me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is below. It is nomadneeks. And please, 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 if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, scroll down, leave me a five-star review. It really, really helps the podcast. And I truly do appreciate you leaving a review. I read all of them. I love hearing the aspects of the show that you like to hear. So I really do appreciate your time in that. And I will see you in the next episode of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast.